Welcome to Dating While Tamil, brought to you by MyTamilDate.com, the best place to meet Tamil singles from around the world. It's been a hell of a few years. Dating has probably been a crazy minefield, if it's been a field at all. Today, we talked to a couple who's found love through this time, and hey, they're planning a wedding. Let's go meet them. My name is Kiru, and this is my fiance, Rashid. Uh, we've been dating for almost eight year. No. A year. No. <laughs> it will be <laughs> about, eventually. <laughs> about eight months. Eight about, months, yeah. yeah. That's almost yeah. a year, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we have a, a wedding coming up. And it is pretty Ooh. soon. And we, you know, I, well, I guess we both kind of always thought that it was always weird to be able to marry someone that fast and whatnot. But I think at our age and after all the experiences that we've been through, up to this state of our state of our life that we just kind of know um, when you know you know I guess right and so Absolutely. we decided well you decided to ask me to marry you so yeah I did I did so <laughs> I took that next step all the other moves were just her but that was the final one I took, I took. he loves he loves <laughs> mentioning that yeah I'll so, talk about so what he's saying is you pushed him into a corner and he was left with no choice but to present the ring. I know. <laughs> corner is called Kiru's Corner. If you, if you know her page, then you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, to all of you out there, um, uh, let's let's just get that out of the way. Uh, how do we visit uh, wherever that corner is? How do we find it? <laughs> you can visit it on YouTube, on Instagram, and on TikTok. Awesome. There you go. So, you know, just throwing out the socials. Right, advertisement. <laughs> it's, it's, it's slipping in there. I mean, I mean, I mentioned the corner first. Actually, that was kind of organic. I forgot. I forgot about this, actually. It's, <laughs> well, it's I guess, I guess so, at this point, we should also mention his page, Broke Studio. We should also mention that. Oh, yeah. I have a, I have a little uh, singing page that sure. I started with, like, no aspiration at all. And uh, right now I'm sitting at about, like, a very very minor followers <laughs> even though most of them are just like my family and friends like I still uh also he creates his own like 10 accounts and then you know subscribes <laughs> to them so yeah uh, she sees the process behind the madness I'm also trying to build up like a like a personal training personal training page on TikTok um that I just started as well I'm starting to like get more content out there so let's see well, where I can goes. see that I can see that's why you wore the dark sweater it really shows off some more shadowy areas oh. in the bicep delta re region that's cool that's cool I not, part, not, not part of my uh, thinking at all when i put this on i love dark, <laughs> <laughs> dark. we want to go I want it looks good it looks good you guys are almost the french flag there's a little eiffel tower on the on your right so oh, that's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. so is so, anyone here from france or no is there just a love of it yeah i guess it's just pretty I mean, I went to France once and I hated it, <laughs> but <laughs> I do love like the monuments and whatnot. So, Shots fired. <laughs> um, I guess the first thing I'll say is like, we got a lot of information from you right off the bat. Usually it takes a, long, a, a little bit longer, but you started dating seemingly through the pandemic, yes? Yes. Yep. Yeah, that was really 2021, so second year of the pandemic. Yes. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when did it even start, right? So um, it's, it's been so long. So you met through the pandemic, right? So obviously this whole thing is about how complex or simple dating can be, but it seems like through one of the worst times in our history that we can remember ourselves, I'm not judging any other types of history, but how did you guys meet? Like, what was the process? Um, let's go with that story first. Sure. I mean, I would love to say it's through my Tamil date. <laughs> and we were there. I mean, I was there and uh, definitely like so we met at a mutual friend's wedding. And uh, then we kind of just like didn't keep in touch that much. Like here and there we talked, not on Instagram, but uh, 
three years later, um, I messaged him because I wanted workout tips. And that was literally the only reason why I messaged <laughs> for everybody that's yeah, watching. Right. Everyone who's watching this podcast knows. That Somebody was, please was be on my side. <laughs> I literally messaged for workout tips. By the way, she's, she said this part of the story to like every one of my friend, every, every family member. And like they all think the same thing. It's like workout <laughs> tips. That's right. <laughs> and then, yeah, that day we started talking and I guess we just connected really, really yeah. well on Instagram and uh, that moved to WhatsApp pretty fast. And we talked almost, not even almost every single day, literally every yeah, single yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. And then we finished the story um yeah pretty much i mean we were talking a lot online and we eventually started talking on the phone as well and started doing some video calls and things like that so we realized that even without meeting or hanging out like we kind of liked each other so that's when uh she asked wow wow <laughs> it was not it was not me he asked me we're under, throw under the bus right there yeah, just, just yeah. a little bit of background so I'm a, I'm a big liverpool fan i have to mention that every <laughs> podcast that i do um, you should have wore that jersey yeah. <laughs> yeah we do have a mohammed salah bobblehead yeah, thing in the back kind of zoom into that oh, i can it. kind of see it yes yes <laughs> um so i there was a game coming up and i just kind of casually mentioned it's like hey next game like we should get together and watch it and at this point like we still had not had a first date or anything that and she was like yeah let's do it so i kind of like just casually said it I, I didn't think that she would be actually down to watch it like meet up and watch it so she asked me a couple of days later it's like hey we're getting together and watching that game where are we well, doing actually it? i didn't say where we getting together i did say how am i watching the game so clearly it wasn't me who asked him out i just wanted to know how are we watching this game so then because there was a pandemic going on and like we couldn't go out anywhere to watch it and i couldn't closed, yeah. bring her to my house to watch it so <laughs> i'm like okay the only option we have is we sit in my car and we throw up the laptop and we watch the game and that is exactly what happened on our first date in the morning at like 9 a.m after grabbing some starbucks yeah. we sat down and watched the soccer game yeah but you know what two questions right off the bat what did you grab from starbucks and what car are you driving <laughs> green tea matcha latte with uh, oat milk with oat milk and half solid yeah. yeah i that was my favorite drink and it still is my favorite drink for starbucks and i yeah. really wanted her to try it i she claims that she liked it but Seven months later, she finally tell the truth. She's, no, no, I love, I love, I love. Of course, <laughs> it was an acquired. Said all the right things. I drive a 2020 Hyundai Elantra. It's uh, not Ooh. very spacey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, putting up the laptop on the, on the dash was not easy at all. Yeah. Hey, man, he, he's getting you the favorite drink in an intimate setting. Yeah, <laughs> lots of technology. I mean, he knows what he's doing. I mean, yeah, he absolutely do. And then we he, had you a- knew what you were getting into. and we had a very long 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 walk at uh, what was the ajax waterfront yeah we started off at like yeah so we parked in ajax then we went to like a a waterfront area um we had some lunch together we had lunch and by the beach we ate ate by the beach it was it was pretty perfect Mm -hmm. gotta say Mm -hmm. so for all of the international viewers you know all three of you um ajax (laughs) is a suburb close to toronto very close so just wanted to let you all know that so I guess the real thing is um, we, we, we broached the subject of meeting during the pandemic, but you met at a wedding before. So was there anything at that point that caught your eyes? Can you remember if it's like, yeah, he, he was cute. Like, I really want to talk to him, but you know, it's not right right now. Was there anything like that? Any sparks there? So, well, yes. I, should, I, should, I should say, 
Uh, all she remembers is me walking with my hands in my pocket. That's it. That is the only like, memory I have. I don't even know if it's true. I don't even know if it's a true memory. It's unfortunate. What a loser. She has like a goldfish memory. So like every 10 seconds, true. like just resets. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you anyways, remember? Um, yeah, I do remember. Uh, I distinctly remember because like I sort of liked her because I think when we met, I, we met like one of my friends introduced introduced me to her. So um I was like, yeah, she's she's really cool. And we did have a conversation. I don't remember what the conversation was about. Um, it was something I, to do with Instagram because we ended up following each other that day. Yeah, yeah. And then right after that, I, I asked my friend, actually, if like she's single. And um, he said that she has a boyfriend. So after that, I just like didn't really pursue anything. Um, but yeah, we just stayed on each other's Instagram for the next three years until... <laughs> Until she finally decided. To so when all those people watching and you guys think, hey, I don't talk to this person. I should just take them off Instagram. Don't because they could be your future husband. You just yeah. never know. <laughs> or another spin on that is if you have a significant other and you see them adding someone on Instagram, maybe you should watch it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> watch it back. <laughs> it was a spark initially. I, I think that's sometimes important. Although like I've been to many parties. You've been to many parties. There are a million of those sparks and they probably go nowhere. Mm-hmm. So you're saying you met there. And then what was, what was the inception? What was it, nine months ago, eight months ago that you, or however long ago that you met and you reached, what was the line? Did someone have a line like, hey, Liverpool tonight? You know? <laughs> was that there? Yeah, it was me. I was, I was, because I was in this journey of like, you know, finding myself and like improving myself and all that kind of stuff. And uh, one of the things I really wanted to do was get like, get more fit and whatnot. So then I saw his, he posted something recently. So I'm like, oh, I remember this guy. So I clicked on it and I was like, oh, he's a personal trainer. I'm going to message him and see, see what's up. And then that's how it started. Even though he claimed that it was a, like a move and whatever, but it wasn't. It was well, <laughs> well, let's, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to decipher every little detail here, but this is important. Yeah. What was the line that you used? Um, well, initially I didn't want to just be like, hey, I want some free advice, right? So I was like, hey, how's it going? It was a pandemic and India was really bad at that time. I'm like, oh, you're from India, right? I'm like, is your family okay? Do you have anyone there? Was anything happening? So I, I had to like chat him up a little bit. And then I asked him, uh, by the way, I'm looking for workout tips and uh, eating healthy and whatnot can you give me some advice and then he gave me like a whole list of things to do and whatever um and then I guess I don't know what happened yeah, that, at that point like I like I didn't think much of it because like a lot of people message me on social media and they ask me the same advice right um, this guy. <laughs> no, um I mean obviously like I I remember I remembered her and then I was still like you know I was seeing uh, some of her content on social media um yeah, so like he's I, never liked anything. I, <laughs> um, so I, I know I completely understood, like, you know, she's trying to maybe, uh, you know, get into acting or whatnot. And like, she wants to get fit. So she wants to um, get some advice and tips on that. So I was like trying to help her out a little bit with that. Um, but it was that night where, for whatever reason, we switched from like Instagram to WhatsApp. I think oh, I was it was trying because to, he said, uh, so like, right just kept going for whatever reason. And then um, he said that he sings and I was like, oh, that's so cool. So I was looking at his page and he's like, oh, I sang a Tamil song. And I was like, whoa, I need to hear this Tamil song. And he wasn't able to send it through Instagram. So then we had to switch over to WhatsApp so he can send it. Through. Yeah, that was his move for the record. That's true. His move. Well, also, you, but- can't, like, you can't send audio files. <laughs> on instagram unless unless like you can and like i just you can figure it out it yeah, right? i think you can uh i think maybe you can now maybe at that time you couldn't i'm not sure 
Yeah. But I still want to go back to, to what you said initially. It seems like if I were to summarize, your line was, hey, are you from India? Can you help me work out? Like, that seems like the text. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I, I was just imagining him doing some curls. <laughs> Columbus, Columbus. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So we talked it, until it, it, five a.m. that night, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Those are the those are the best, right? Like you're ca casually looking at the time, but whatever, you know. It's like, oh shit, sunrise is coming. That's, yeah. There was actually a lady in Sri Lanka, um, like this horoscope lady, astrologer lady, who told me she was like, uh, your future husband is going to live very close to you. And then I was like, hey, well, look at that. She was right. <laughs> but, how long? Yeah. 10 years ago. That was like 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, and, and, I never and, thought. and 10 years ago, we moved into that house. Oh, that. look at that. <laughs> but oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. to your question, we did a lot of walks. So luckily, it was in the summertime. So we went walking quite a lot, uh, explored a lot of Toronto. Um, and then we started having like little picnics where I would make him something or he would make me something. And yeah, it was nice. A lot of car talks. We just sit in the car and just talk. That's pretty much all you could do at that time, right? There was nothing yeah, else right. open. It kind of reminds me of like if you were in high school, right? Like exactly. let's just hang out in the car under a bridge <laughs> and watch watch this movie. <laughs> you got you got the you got the one headphone split into each ear. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think everyone knows like, when you have your car parked somewhere, like, even if you're sitting with a friend or your girlfriend or whatever, like those are the best conversations. It really is. Right. So really we is. had a lot of great talks, and even when we went for walks and stuff, we, we talked a lot, got to know each other a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and luckily, we both enjoyed like going outdoors and going on, uh, you know, the trails and stuff like that, and just checking out new spots. Um, so it worked out pretty well. Like we kept things interesting, like even in the beginning, like with the limited options that we had. Um, but I think we just enjoyed meeting so much that it didn't really matter where we went. And that was what's most important. Yeah. And to answer your separation anxiety, he was actually working night shifts and then I was working morning shifts. So we only had like what, an hour, two hours in yeah. Yeah, yeah. for our uh, work to like make it work. So yeah, it was really tough. It was, it was really tough. tough. Yeah. We're mostly meeting, like trying to meet weekends. Um, <laughs> sometimes like, uh, yeah, I think I would, I would I would drive over to her work first because her work was on the way to my work. We'd meet for like maybe an hour or so and then I'd drive over to my work afterwards. Mm. Uh, so we tried. We tried different ways just to like make sure that we're meeting often. And then he would finish work at like 2 a.m. and I would actually stay up or I would put my alarm for 2 a.m. to wake up and then have a conversation with them for a bit. Yeah, you got to make sacrifices in the beginning. <laughs> I mean, that those aren't uh, in the totality of everything going on. Of course, that's not much of a sacrifice, but what I'm hearing is that you you did push the envelope for yourself, right? Like this person works night shift. I'm here. I don't know. Like a lot of people might step away from that. And, and it's great to hear that. Of course, you liked each other at the time. And you're like, of course, I'm going to see them. But you're doing it. You're still going. And some people still like are in that mode, but are still too lazy to kind of do that. And the right. pandemic's the ultimate reason to be lazy, right? Like to just sit around. I'm going to throw on some Netflix and, you know, eat the uh, drink the matcha at home right so that's in today's day and age it's really hard to find someone and someone that you actually connect with and because we had this connection i don't think we would have just let it go i think we would have still tried really hard to make it work tried, yeah like yeah. even whether it was weekend maybe once a week or whatever it was that we're meeting and then we're talking every every other time then yeah yeah i think we would have definitely made it work yeah like take days off work so call and sick hey if you're lucky enough to have that that's great <laughs> true true and I love how there is this uh, there is this thought sometimes that technology is really like a distraction, but it's really it really enables all these opportunities. 
I, I go back, I harken back to the high school days that I compared you to. Yes, you could have all done that. And the fact that you live close together really is a benefit. But Absolutely. even if that wasn't, you could have always been on like these online calls, at least mm. in today's world. I mean, it, we talked to our Amman Uppas, they'd probably be like, <laughs> what are you you just got to walk for three miles to the next <laughs> village. Or yeah, that's a big stereotype. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's, and even it's our much parents, greater now. a lot of them were um, like fathers or mothers were abroad and whatnot. And they were just sending letters back and forth. And which was like, what, yeah. once a month, once in three months, they were getting letters back and forth. And right. that's how they made that mm -hmm. relationship work. Right. So I really think that when you want something to work, you can make it work. Mm -hmm. Would that be your greatest uh, advice in yeah. terms of how you guys have persevered? 100%. Yeah. When you want something, you will find a way to make it work. And if not, you'll find an excuse. And that's what I live by. You know, my wife always tells me that too, because I'm not really like doing certain things at certain times, <laughs> you know, and she'll be like, if you wanted to do it, you would do it. Or, I, you know, and I'd be like, listen, it'll get done. <laughs> Maybe just a little slower than you anticipate. People talk about in, uh, beginning a relationship as a giving time or even later in a relationship um they say that you know i don't have time to give for like certain things you know like meeting up conversations phone calls whatever um and i think like, like what she said like if it's if it's a high enough priority for you then you will try to find that time right i use the same example i'm a personal trainer so i, I use the same example for my clients too uh, a lot of them say they don't have time to work out they don't have time to meal prep whatever i was like if it's important to you then you will find that time we still have the same amount of time every i get that day. lecture every day yeah <laughs> he's basically like uh you know like there's a little bit of sagginess under here <laughs> i feel like we need to put in some time <laughs> drop everything and yeah. give me 20. yep what are your uh, what are your favorite uh partner exercises do you guys do any of those uh we do work out together but we do not do the same exercises like my workouts are very different her workouts are very different because we focus on different things right mine's more of getting fit and lean and his is more building muscles <laughs> yeah. and what else muscles you need to build <laughs> so yeah we, we don't really do partner exercises but it's a lot of like me counting her reps and watching her form and stuff so yeah <laughs> and me trying to cheat but he's always watching me somehow i don't know he's in the middle of his exercise he's like five more i'm like how are you counting this? I have mirror, I have mirror You're only cheating yourself, right? <laughs> so let's uh, fast forward a little bit, right? Obviously, you're in the midst of like, you know, congratulations, obviously, for the fiance title. It's uh, not an easy title to get sometimes. Yep. However, how does that story play out? Who made that first move? As soon as we introduced each other to our parents, they were like, okay, when's the wedding? Like, that's the only thing they cared about, right? When for <laughs> us, we're like, we're still getting to know each other. We still need more time for that. And we're not ready, whatever. But um, I guess eventually we didn't really have, we didn't really have control over that. But then at the yeah. same time, we just kind of can't, couldn't wait to like start our lives together. We were already spending so much like time together afterwards. Um, uh well not to get into too many details but for whatever reason we had to like end his job and then we had to, we had to spend a lot of time together and uh, because of that we're like okay let's just let's just get married because what else what else are we waiting for here because we pretty much what else are, are we doing here what is this for yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, why are we dating so much <laughs> I, think, I think initially when we started hanging out like we we both discussed it too and we're like yeah like um first year like getting engaged in the first year is like a little bit crazy too like mm -hmm. you need at least like you know more than a year or two years to get really get to know a person um you should live with a person uh for a little bit to like you know really find out those things as well um but for us like you know due to some circumstances like we did end up spending 
probably way more time with each other than we would have uh, under normal circumstances. Um, so we were, we were, we were like over at each other's houses a lot more. And like, we um, kind of got that mini experience of like, you know, living together, sharing a lot more things. Um, so we got to a point where like, okay, like both our families are on good terms and like things are really good in terms of the relationship. Everything is really solid. Um, so what are we waiting for? Right. And that's the thought process I had. And uh, I kind of knew that she wanted me to propose as well at, at some point soon. Um, so I, I already started thinking about it. This was back in, I proposed in November. I started thinking about it in like October. So I started planning towards that. And yeah, that's what happened in November, November, November 4th. Was it a, was it a surprise to you? It uh, <laughs> sort of, sort of was. <laughs> like, it, uh, uh, yeah, I knew the whole time. <laughs> yeah. it, uh, it's really tough to surprise me. I just kind of figure things out really soon. So it's unfortunate for me. But uh, initially, I didn't know. He was just going to take me out for dinner. And uh, so we're like, okay, cool. Let's get ready for dinner. And then just got dressed up. And then we were driving and driving for so long. And he pulled up to the first place that he took me on a date to the Ajax waterfront. And so I was like, why are we here you know and then he gave me a rose and i was like ah, okay it's happening it's happening today and uh, he took me to all the milestones like every every single spot that we had a milestone at and gave me a rose at each one and the final stop was uh our the banquet hall that we met at and then he proposed there so it was pretty well planned out yeah <laughs> well i guess my question is how, where, where were you hiding the roses were they just like tuxedo mask <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mentioned my car is not that spacey, but there was enough space at the back to just kind of like shove it in the corner. <laughs> and I would tell her to close her close her eyes every time I'm like going to the back and grabbing the rose. Yes, because it wasn't obvious at all. That's yeah. where it was after the first after the first rose. I think she expected the rest of the roses. So yeah. Yeah. After every time the car stopped, I'm like, all right, where's my rose now? <laughs> yeah. It's like the bachelor or something. <laughs> so um you mentioned your parents obviously got together at one point how early was that before the engagement um the official engagement of course when did they meet well i she met my parents first uh like a month in to the relationship yeah which was so soon i was like what are we doing this is ridiculous i don't want to meet your parents right now but yeah. then he has a very open relationship with his parents they're like friends and whatnot so they're like oh no no they just want to know who i'm hanging out with it's no big deal but you know like for tamil people it's like a huge deal so i was like no i can't i can't do this but we ended up doing it and it was great i'm glad we did yeah and then i think i i met her parents maybe a couple of months later uh yeah yeah and then they ended up meeting each other. It was probably, I want to say like September, October? August or September. Yeah. Something like that. September, yeah, September I time they met. I can't remember. But yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty soon. And it went, it went pretty smoothly. Right? Yeah. It was surprisingly <laughs> not as tense as I yeah. anticipated. But yeah. It was pretty good. Did you get a lot of negative judgment from friends, family, or just people not? criticizing but critiquing like hey uh think this is cool like absolutely I, I did i don't know about you but i did they're like because obviously a girl you want to be more protective of you know my friends are always more protective of me sorry one second no worries and these nephews who are too loud when there are kids in the house it's kind of hard to it, well, well it, it's good that you mentioned their nieces and nephews because no one knows anything about you so it's like surprise also yeah things really did escalate really quickly <laughs> so you're a liverpool fan eh that's uh yeah yeah that must be not very good right now <laughs> no it's good they're, they're playing pretty well i mean yeah. i mean obviously they're playing better than manchester united they're playing better than arsenal yeah 
Yeah. They're not going to win the title, though, this year. So I should have worn my uh, my PSG. Stuff, oh, your PSG. So. Okay. Yeah, my, my a lot of my family is from France. I was actually born there as well, but I grew up here. So okay, okay. I, I have to have some of <laughs> <there>, so. Sorry. <laughs> you can edit out the the French, you know, um, hatred criticism. <laughs> well, you know, hey, why why did you hate France? How about that? Uh, I got mugged there. Oh, okay. That <laughs> <laughs> one person no. ruined an entire country for. But also- put it this way. I, it was probably you. It wasn't them. <laughs> yes, I wore a, a cross bag and then it's I had a. a I, that was stupid. Oh, you were asking for it. I was asking point. for it. Yeah, in the subway and it was like super crowded and yeah. Was, oh, don't like they're these these people are professionals though, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I remember and this happened to me, my my wife and I too. But like, she like this guy just like unzipped the bag. He did to me. Super sly. Yeah. And then he just went whoop, and he was gone. I'm like, this guy, I could see him kind of like in the background. And I'm like, this husky gentleman is very <laughs> nimble. And, and good for him. You know, like, uh, I, so I, I, we, we lost 50 euros, but I'm like, my hat goes off to you. You earned it. I lost $500. Yeah. Was, lost yeah. <laughs> and then all well, my cards. Um, uh, times 10 of one. Yeah, that sucks. I, <laughs> that definitely sucks. And of course, you'd hate a country for that. But anyways, moving on. Uh, I think you mentioned that uh, your parents met and and when you mentioned that uh, he, you have a very free-flowing relationship with your parents, obviously a lot of people are like you because <laughs> that's amazing. But right. um, you also mentioned that, like you know, Tamil people may not like it might be a little different stereotyping-wise. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to assume that you are of two different cultures. Yes, yes. So he's from Bombay, from Maharashtra, mm-hmm. and then I'm from Sri Lanka. So my parents were not accepting of this at all. They were just like, no, like, That's what I was getting at. bring a Tamil guy home. And I was like, if I could have found one, I would have, <laughs> you know, it was, it's tough, right? And you're not connected with everybody that you meet just because they're Tamil or whatnot. And there's 7 billion people in this world. You're not going to find someone in your exact race. I think there's 7 billion people, like, look around, right? So... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that it's sometimes it's just the probability of the odds and all that jazz. Um, how about on your side? Were there any issues marrying someone outside of your culture? I mean, people who aren't brown, let's say, will be like, what's the deal? But <laughs> I think they'll understand in a way. Yeah, yes. not, not really. I mean, I mean, I think my entire family, like even apart from my parents, like they were always kind of open with that. Uh, and there have been other cases in my family where, you know, uh, they have married outside of our culture as well. Uh, my brother, my older brother, um, married a Filipino girl, you know, a few years back. There you go. Um, so I think he kind of broke the ice. And like, for me, it was a bit easier then. And I was like, at least it's, she's closer. <laughs> to, you know. just, she's just a little self. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, but they're they're completely fine with it. I think they, they understand that, you know, if they brought us to Canada and we grew up in Canada, they can't fully expect me to like find an Indian girl and find a girl from Maharashtra. Because we're in Canada and we're like exposed to like all types of you know nationalities and cultures. So I mean, it depends on who you click with. At the end of the day, they're happy that I found someone that I like. Yeah, because at one point <laughs> hey, they were trying to think that he was gay, so they were yeah. like, "Okay, you brought a girl. We're happy. Let's do this." <laughs> and um, I mean, it, it has to be said. No, obviously, just like you quote Seinfeld. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but when you go to the upper echelon of your lineage, they may have differing views and i i understand that i'm sure a lot of people do you're on the journey to your wedding um care to share when it is it's on june 2nd of this year Ooh, fancy date mm. in the summer 
how has planning that been in this pandemic? Ooh, yeah, that's always been a tough one. Um, but luckily, we chose a weekday so that uh, we're hoping that more vendors are more available during that time. And it worked out in our favor. Um, uh, but yeah, we always have to make sure that we wrote in the contract about pandemic or like if by any chance a lockdown comes down, we want our deposits back or we want to make sure that you guys are going to come back and, you know, do our uh, do our wedding on another chosen date. Like we have to make sure that we talk about that at all times and put that in the contract because we've heard a lot of horror stories where people yeah. don't get their deposits back or they don't, you know, get that same date and all this stuff. So there's a lot of like intricate stuff that we had to talk to them about before we did. Yeah, and, and there's still no. a uncertainty. I mean, we don't know what the situation is going to be like in June. I mean, right. fingers crossed things will be okay. And like, based on the trend that we've seen in the last couple of years, like I think after March, April, things kind of die down a little bit. Things start opening up. Um, so hopefully it's okay. I mean, the situation's fine with uh, with COVID in terms of the variants and all that. Um, so in terms of the planning and everything, we've tried to keep it as normal as possible, but we'll see. As long as everything goes okay, we're happy with it. Mm-hmm. Is there, let's say the pandemic wasn't happening, right? Mm. Let's say it was regular year outside of that, before that, after that, whatever. How big would your wedding be? Or small? Destination wedding, for sure. 100%. Hands down. <laughs> so <laughs> to everyone who's listening and everyone who knows you, it's basically like a, an invitation that they only want like four people there, right? <laughs> it's exactly true. Cause you know how brown weddings can be so big and yeah. both of us don't want that. We want a very intimate wedding with people that we know they by name and they know us by name and not like my mom's friend, sister's cousin or something <laughs> that comes in, you know, it's just, it's too much. Mm-hmm. But uh, unfortunately that is the way it's going right now. But we have about 300 people, which is sort of manageable, but yeah, it's still a lot of people. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah some people are, are scoffing whoa 300 people that's manageable you know and other people are like that's nothing that was our day one of our wedding day, um, day five yeah especially because both of our families know so many people and we are very social so we have so many friends yeah. it's just like cutting down on like the most important i don't want to say most important people <laughs> on <laughs> on you know recording here but yeah, it's, it's spicy yeah it's just people that we are constantly in touch with is who we're going to be inviting to the wedding well, it makes sense. I mean, anyone who's gone through the process and been to one, they kind of know, oh, yeah. I'm sure you're not offending anyone that way. Unless it's like Uncle Gobi, he's not coming. <laughs> you know, I don't think that person well, is. I'm kind of hoping that people would be understanding of the situation too. I mean, it is still a pandemic wedding and people have seen like what happens with COVID restrictions and all that. So if we're trying to have like a smaller wedding, um, I don't think that should be like heavily criticized, but obviously there will always be that emotional component that, you know, like, how come we weren't invited? You know, we've watched you grow up. I've seen you when you were the small, you know, but we had to choose at the end of the day, like, you know, who's there's only one person out of two that can come. Right. So we have to make that decision. Yeah. That's been tough for sure. That makes sense. Oh, you got your niece and nephews causing a ruckus. I love it. Oh yeah. The other ones are over too, because it's a Saturday. And so the house is going to be. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you have the wedding. What's the, what's the next step? Because some people don't know. It's, it's really, it's a, it's a simple question, but some people might not know. What's the next step for you after that? We're looking for a place right now. So yeah. hopefully we can move into that as soon as we get married. And then it's just going to be him opening his gym. So we got to hopefully COVID restrictions and all that stuff kind of dies down. And then he's able to open his gym. and. Start yeah, like my, my industry has been heavily affected, as, as you all know. Um, so based on you know, my gut knows, <laughs> based on the trend that is moving in right now, like hopefully 
um, things will be normalized again and I can start focusing on, you know, career a little bit more. And um, yeah, and, and I think after, after that, it's just going to be uh, a little bit more personal development and um, trying to find ways to just living together. <laughs> getting into hollywood moving to hollywood eventually moving to, moving to la, moving to LA. Is, that is, is that for you or for him well it's for me but then he can also it's be a celebrity for... trainer you know so i'm like it's yeah, a actually, win-win. LA, la is like one of the one of the best cities in the world for in terms of fitness industry so i would be you know. very excited for that <laughs> I, I would hope that everyone knew that already but to the people <laughs> who don't yes of course yeah. hey maybe you can start down here in yorkville or something there's a lot of celebrity trainers there yeah. too mm-hmm. yeah you know, the, the, the theme of this podcast was pretty, pretty much finding love in the pandemic. And you're basically this shining star example of how <laughs> smooth it could be. Just put in a little bit of work. Um, hopefully it works out because there's probably a dozen stories where they got to the, 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 the Elantra and Elantra, Elantra, try to watch a, a, a game in some way and it just didn't work. Maybe a hand went somewhere a little too far. You know, there's a lot of those stories. So yeah. it's great to hear that there is success and despite being from despite living to so close but being from different regions of the world mm-hmm. it still worked out um but i think at the end of the day maybe they just our parents are like okay they're too old let's just whoever they bring <laughs> they're too old <laughs> you know in the brown community we are like ancient right now yeah. so <laughs> um okay so that leads to the other question how has your age affected your outlook on this process like from the very beginning we're in our 30s um i think like for me especially as a girl this ridiculous stereotype that a girl has to get married way sooner and whatnot so it's already been like really late for me and so my parents were just like okay let's go let's get married let's get married and they were like looking for alliances and whatnot and i was doing my part and whatnot but it was just been hard to like find someone and i guess for you you were just like i don't want to get married anymore yeah for, for me i mean uh it wasn't so much of an age thing because like most uh most of the men in my whole family have been married like in their 30s so it's not like there was that pressure of age um but because like my brother got married and i was like the only guy left and um that that was the next thing that like my parents were thinking about right like the 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 second after my brother got married you know like they're like you're next you got to find someone that pressure already yeah Yeah. so i the folly goes on (laughs) it's your turn now the camera moves towards me yeah pretty much (laughs) <laughs> that, pressure, that pressure was definitely there um but I, I i did try i think at at the time i was trying to find someone but i got to a point where honestly i was like you know i'm i'm over it and i would, i started imagining a life where like you know i maybe won't find someone and then i started to become more okay with that i'm like okay like maybe this is my future and i have to be okay with it and then you know and then here i was <laughs> Because I was very big on like that connection. I, I didn't want to force it at any point. And I think the best thing that we did was we kind of took it slow um, in the beginning. I mean, I know timeline wise, it sounds really, really quick, quick but <laughs> it's super uh, fast. Yeah. It's always fast. But in terms of like, but like uh, everything happened so naturally. It was very natural, nothing like yeah, forest. We didn't like, okay, maybe today I should hold his hand. And today we should have our <laughs> first kiss. It's just like everything just flowed so well. And it was like at a really good pace. And like, yeah. you know, everyone, we were both like really comfortable with each other. Yeah. Well, anyone who likes checklists may hate you for that because they really want to yeah those boxes for sure what's the best and worst qualities the Mm. best and worst qualities okay yeah so obviously you know sprinkle in the compliment and then and then throw them under that bus (laughs) let me get my diary one second (laughs) absolutely Uh, come on we talk about this like all day (laughs) (laughs) i got 
complain all the time. I should know this. Uh, let's see. Well, um, there's so many great qualities. What, what can I pick? I think one of my favorite qualities of him is that regardless of what he's going through and, you know, whatever mood he's in, he's always making everyone smile around him and he always makes sure to take care of me, even if we're fighting and whatnot. And if I'm really pissed at him, he'll still take care of me and he'll still be really sweet to me. So that I hope doesn't change. Um, but does, I think the worst quality is how messy he keeps my room. Um, and I have to constantly complain, like, please clean this up. Please pick up your stuff. Please do this. And it would take yeah. like a month and then I even, end up doing it. I'm not even arguing that. Yeah. It's, I'm absolutely messy. It's so messy. I don't know how we're going to live together in the future. Like, I'm going to have my separate room and he's going to have a separate room. You keep it as messy as you want. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. having separate bathrooms is the way to go. For sure. Bathrooms, yeah. yeah, he spends way too long in the bathroom. So, yeah, I think I would want a separate one. Yeah. Well, the like, results show. I mean, if you were going to ask who the attractive one in this couple is, people <laughs> are leaning towards there over there. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's okay you can have it what what is it oh my answer oh yeah <laughs> it's like wait i was like i was like yeah i forgot what we we're talking about um i'll go with the worst quality first um nice nice <laughs> so you want like you want like top five or <laughs> whatever you whatever you want to spill we're all listening <laughs> okay I, I feel like there's um this is like because I'm, I'm looking at it from like a personal training standpoint and this is how our dating life started initially it started off with like personal training advice uh, it has taken eight months um, for her to you know finally <laughs> get started with um, eating healthier and she made some changes along the way I'm not saying that you know she did she wasn't trying uh, but now she's becoming really proactive because wedding's coming up and like we have five the only reason why the motivation is there um, so it it's, it was something that was really important to her and she really wanted it, but like the, the necessary steps weren't being taken. Um, so in terms of like just this topic alone, I'm saying. Um, I guess I was, did make my, uh, I don't have time excuse every single day. Yeah. Which yeah. is true. I do a lot with my life, so I don't have the time. Yeah. I don't like to sleep in. <laughs> oh, oh, easy. I'm sorry. I took so much time out of your life to, to talk about your story. <laughs> yeah it's okay no, um, my time will date anything anything <laughs> anything for you guys <laughs> yeah so that, that's pretty much it it's, i guess it's maybe just being um if you're understanding what your priority is then like take the necessary steps towards it and that will help for anyone in anything that they're trying to achieve uh best quality um you know i guess without getting into too many details this has been not this year i guess last year was um probably one of the toughest years of my life uh, because of a lot of a lot of reasons and I think it's things started you know spiraling downhill uh, after the first month that we were dating so at this point like we you know we didn't know each other that well and um, things weren't as solid um, we still really liked each other and we were talking all day and everything but um, the second that happened you kind of just assume that anyone would be thrown off when they get into a new relationship. They're like, okay, like I didn't sign up for this. I wasn't expecting this to happen. But like this girl was, you know, she went the opposite way. She's just like, you know, this is my opportunity to just um, show how much I could support him. And if I love him, then I will, um, you know, stand my ground through anything. And she had just had this hope and this confidence that whatever it is, he's going to get through it. We're going to get past it. And we'll get to a point where um, we will be happy in our relationship. 
And all of that just made things so much more solid between us because I got to see that side of her. She got to see a different side of me. Um, and going back to like why we, I chose to propose, why we chose to go ahead with the wedding um, so soon is because like we got to see so many new um, sides of each other during that time. And that just made things uh, more complete. Well, sometimes time is linear, right? Right. Like mm-hmm. You think eight months is not the same for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really, really sweet what you what you just mentioned because even though you're vague on what was happening in your life don't need to be any more direct Mm -hmm. there that kind of compares to everyone else's struggle where sometimes the people around you don't specifically know what you're going through but Mm -hmm. they're there to support you hopefully that's kind of the journey and really happy that you guys got it's good that you went through that in a way Mm -hmm. you know notwithstanding but really happy that you're at this point in your life because a lot of people who have been there and a lot of people are going to be there can see this story and be like, that's great. And, uh, and we're going through that too. So I'm really thankful that you got to share some of these moments, even if they're a little vague and that's totally fine. Yeah. Without, without sharing too much, that's basically why I think that's your best quality because um, it kind of made our relationship what it is today. I'll, all I can say now is, uh, are there any last words? Mm. I think uh, I know a lot of my friends who are still single and just like they're afraid to put themselves <laughs> out there and you should because if you don't put yourself out there you're never going to find someone no one's going to come knocking at your door so if you want to do something go out there and just do it if, whether it is da- signing up for a dating app or just like messaging taking that first step and just messaging him and just be like hey give me some workout tips or whatever the hell it is you just got to make those moves and don't, don't just wait around. So yeah, even whether it's a pandemic or whatever it is, um, you never know when these things are going to going to end. So just go out there and live your life. Awesome, thank you. And obviously, this is a dating focused podcast, so there is no shame in people who do not want to go down that avenue. But because that's what we're talking about, that's why your advice is as such. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I once if you want to stay single and you want to focus <laughs> on yourself, I'm all for it. Absolutely, yeah. but if you want to go the other way, yeah, go for it. I remember this person uh, when I was in uh, university and, and, and she was pretty cute. And that's why I, I talked to her a little more than I should have, but she was always like, I, I just can't wait for like uh, this knight in shining armor to just like open a door for me and then it'll work. I'm like, I'm like, girl, I'm right here. <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean? Like there are certain, <laughs> it's like, there's supposed to be like, uh, they have these little stories in their head yes. and like a lot of people in general. So uh, hopefully they get out of that story and into the real world a little bit. I was going to say, like, I guess to add to what you were saying as well, I think people have this kind of perfect vision for love and relationships mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's not perfect. And that's that's the reality of it, right? If you're looking for perfection, then you're going to be looking your whole life. Um, people want to be like 100% happy with, you know, um, with somebody when, when they find someone. And um, there's going to be a lot of like ifs and buts as well. And, and that's if you really do like that person, if you, there's that natural connection, then you somewhat have to overlook um, some things as well. Yeah. There's and, non-negotiables, which you can't overlook, but yeah, I don't yeah. think everything should be a non-negotiable. Like yeah. there's things that you can compromise as well. Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel like just give people a chance, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think people move I on like that, yeah. a little bit too quickly as well. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to force anything, but um, definitely give someone a chance like you know maybe more than a more than a first date mm-hmm. more than a second date uh try to get the know try to get to know them a little bit more normally people open up a bit more after like the third date fourth date mm-hmm. that's really really good to see that person and you got to give that the connection a little bit of time to build too it's not going to be instant sometimes 
yeah that, that's great for us it was though for us well again once again congratulations i'm glad you found what you were both looking for and hopefully it uh, goes farther than just the the complexities of the pandemic and the wedding and all of that and everything else is fruitful of course you know mm -hmm. lo love is blind it's messy but you know through all these experiences when you meet people through apps like my tamil dates uh, we hope to bridge those little unbridgeable gaps and hope everyone meets who they're looking for Absolutely. so thank you very much for sharing your story well, well thank you for having us our pleasure thank you